We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, there's something just like cathartic about like hearing about like someone who sucks. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you're like, I know someone who sucks. Right. It's, yeah. It's very unifying. I love when you know someone who sucks, too, because then we can hate them together. Yes. Welcome to The Holy Hour, a podcast about sex, relationships, mental health, and everything in between. I'm Amelia Sanson. And I'm Liz Ball. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at The Holy Hour. I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Amelia Sampson. And I'm on Instagram and TikTok at Liz Ball So Hard. You can also watch us on YouTube or listen ad-free on Patreon at patreon.com slash theholyhour. Check out our merch at theholyhour.com and email us your spicy stories at holyhourpodcast at gmail.com. I just got back from Coachella and one of the topics that I want to talk about today is about <laughs> about something that I heard that this past weekend at Coachella that blew my fucking mind. Okay. There is somebody, there's a woman who is like a legend at Coachella who gives... Like just a patron? Yeah. Okay. But she camps and she gives men free blowjobs in her tent. She like screens them. She like, they have to bring like an up-to-date, like very recent STD test and then she just blows them. And her name on Reddit is who is Alex or who is Alice. It's one of the two. Um... But yeah, she gives anonymous blowjobs in a tent and nobody knows who she actually is. But she just, this woman just like loves giving blowjobs. So she just does it for free. And I'm like, she should get her bag. Are, Men would pay for it. Are we sure this is real? Yeah. It's like a thing that like she's, she herself posts on Reddit about it, I guess. And like people have been like, yeah, I, like I went to her tent and like got a blowjob. Huh. It's like every year she does this at Coachella. Interesting. How many blowjobs a year does she get? You know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I need to look at the Reddit thread. Is that the right verbiage? uh, Forum? Yeah. Topic? I don't know. I'm not cool Forum would probably, I think. I need to read it. But um, she... That's fucking insane. Gives a lot. She's a giver. But I feel like she can make so much fucking money. Especially now that she's like a legend. Mm -hmm. Well, I think... The thing is, is like, you know, if this is like a legend and then she started charging for it, I think that's illegal. And it's something that oh, it's like is sex work. easy to find out. Yeah. That's a good point. So I don't think she can openly solicit sex or like sexual favors. That's a good point. But like who loves giving head that much? I mean, more power to her. But like, I know. holy shit. I, I, 
And um, like I've said, if you think of it, it exists. You yeah. Know? Yeah. If, good for her. If she like loves giving blowjobs. She's, she's like, getting hers. Yeah. And she's and she's giving back to the community. <laughs> <laughs> she's keeping these men off the streets. Yeah. We need away from us. That. Yeah. We need that. <laughs> I just thought that was so interesting. I wonder like what's in it for her, you know? I think she just loves doing it. That's exactly what I said. And my friend that told me was like, she just like really, really loves giving head. I'm like, are you going to go? Because it was a dude that told me. Hmm. He was like, fuck no. But some people really love it. Apparently she's very good. Hmm. I mean, I would assume you'd be good if you did it that often. Right. Totally. So. I mean, and you know even a bad blow it's like it's like festival food when you're like really really hungry at a festival like the shittiest food tastes good i feel like that's maybe the same case for blowjobs you could get the worst blowjob on molly yeah and you're like fuck this is fucking amazing this is the best blowjob i've ever gotten and it's like drier than the sahara <laughs> what song would be playing in the background of that of the like, worst blowjob while you're really on good molly. question worst blowjob while you're on molly that one at song Coachella. that um one song that that guy was thrusting to in that reddit thread that yeah yeah what was that song called anyways people kept playing it this weekend oh are you serious so i feel like that would be playing that's hilarious i've never gone to coachella and probably never will that's what i thought it was actually the best fucking time interesting i had so much fun i I was so scared such little desire i understand that be around that many people totally there are so many people I almost died at Blink-182. Was it insufferable? No. At Blink-182 it was because they announced like two days before that they were going to be there and they put them at the worst fucking stage to put them at. And like I actually was afraid that I was going to like die. Like it was like bad crowd crush. We we were trying to leave. We got there and we were like, nope, because we couldn't see anything. So we tried to leave, but everybody had the same idea. But then nobody at the edges were moving. Mm -hmm. So it was just like a big wave of people trying to get out and... Like, if, I feel like if I put my arms down, because I, I read a crowd crush, like, what to do if you're stuck list. And that's like, smart. Like, keep your arms out in front of you because mm-hmm. that way you don't. So, I, I like, if I didn't put my arms out, I probably wouldn't have been able to breathe. Like, it was really, really scary. That sounds tar- terrifying. Other than that, it was fantastic. It was like. Were the influencers out and about? No. I saw one influencer who I follow on TikTok. His name is Jack Inanen. And I fucking love him he's the best i saw him twice i didn't talk to him i got recognized at coachella i was peak influencer at coachella getting recognized oh my god i love that this guy came up to me he was like you look really familiar and i was like do i know like do we know each other and i like took off my glasses and he was like i follow you on tiktok and i was like oh he was like what's your name or i said what's your name to him and he was like jonathan you're amelia and i was like yeah and he was like oh my god i was like you just made my day and then you dabbed (laughs) <laughs> i was like you just made my day he was like why i'm like because this is like so fucking cool that this just happened to me he was yeah. like i'm not the first person to come up to you and i was like you uh you you are but thank At you Coachella, for yeah thank you for like thinking that maybe you weren't like that's nice mm-hmm. um but it was pretty cool yeah, somebody saw me on bumble and then they like tweeted about it. They're like, I don't know if this is a catfish or if Amelia Sands is at Coachella, but I just super swiped on Bumble. It was like, <laughs> I've peaked mm-hmm. in that moment. Um, but no, other than that, no no influencers. I really wanted to see Drew Afwalo. Oh. She was there with her very tall boyfriend. Did not see her. Um, but what I was going to say, apparently what influencers do, a lot of them don't actually go to Coachella. They 
go to the desert. They do get ready with me's. They take a picture with the brand that sent them there and then they leave. Oh my they God. Don't really, they don't go to Coachella. Well, I mean, they would probably have to buy like a whole ticket or something, right? Well, the brands that send them there, like buy their ticket for them. Yeah. Oh, and then they just leave. They just leave. Why wouldn't you want to go? I don't know. They're like, or like, just give like your, don't want to be there. Give, yeah, or give it to someone else. On. Yeah. Who knows? Interesting. But another influencer, Lauren Gray, I think is her name, um, posted a video about it. She's like, fun fact. That's why you don't really see any influencers there. That was my weekend. Um, and who is Alice will forever live in my brain. That is phenomenal. Yeah. I love the Coachella lore. Yeah, me too. Maybe I'll never go, but. Maybe you will. I thought I would never go. And now I want to go next year. I did love Life is Beautiful. Oh, you went to Life is Beautiful? Yeah, I went two years in a row. There was this uh, Frank, the guy that I'm dating, Frank. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like it's like Frank name. Ocean. Cause <laughs> oh, my God. He was. That was a hole. I. What happened? He. Because I have no idea. I. It seemed like there was drama. There was so much drama. So he was supposed to be on stage. So he hasn't toured in like a very long time. Mm-hmm. And he's like canceled every festival he's ever supposed to be like have supposed to be at. He like hasn't like played any shows in like forever. Anyway. So everyone was like, I won't believe it until he's on stage and 15 minutes into his performance that he's actually performing. That was like the running joke. And then he was supposed to perform at 10.05 and then he gets on at 11.05 And apparently what had happened was that he had hired like a hundred ice skaters or something to skate during his set. And they like trained for months. He like auditioned skaters and everything. And then like two hours before the performance, he decided that he didn't want them to ice skate anymore. So they had to melt the ice. What? And then he had to just have them walk around the stage. So there was, it looked dope. Like it looked really, really cool, but like, then you knew why they were walking and it's like what a piece of shit you know like why would they do why would he he's do just that? a diva but the rumor he also canceled his um live stream so it wasn't streaming and every other show is streaming at coachella and so people were fucking pissed and um apparently it's because he's like working on an hbo documentary right now about his return to music and this was going to be like the first thing that he's like it was the most confusing performance i've ever seen the camera was like going in circles the whole time so the screen instead of just showing him was like really disorienting Mm -hmm. it was just the most confusing performance people were somebody tweeted like frank is right up there with nigerian scammers (laughs) because he like Really, like that was kind of like a people that bought a ticket just to see him are probably really fucking pissed. He didn't end his performance. He was just like, oh, I just got told it's curfew, so show's over, and then that was it. That's so shitty. It's fucked up. So that's the tea on Frank Ocean. I'm sure other things will come out. I'm sure he's gonna cancel for weekend two because he didn't clearly did not want to be there. Um, but my Frank. The Frank that I'm dating. Yeah. The whole weekend I was thinking about how kind he was being to me when I would like message him just like things that were going on with me and like not asking about him at all. And I didn't even realize I was doing that. Like I try to be really mindful of that. And mm. I was I like wasn't asking him anything about himself. Um, And then when I was like coming off of drugs on Sunday and crying, I texted him and I was like, I'm really sad. Are you awake? I know that you'll make me happy. Like if you're up can you can you tell me and he never he was asleep because it was midnight on a sunday and then at like one o'clock he texted me and he was like hi i just woke up to go to the bathroom are you okay and i was like yeah i'm totally fine sorry go back to sleep and then the next day 
he messaged me he was like how are you feeling i'm like i am so sorry that i've been like relying on you like so like i was leaning on him so much for emotional support all weekend and he was like thank you so much for saying that like you're totally valid and feeling that way but like i don't feel like that at all like don't worry about it oh my god like he's so secure he's fantastic he's like you're at this party in a desert for four days like that's like my shit can wait you know what i mean mm-hmm. um and it was just like so i was like he's literally <sighs> just like a bowl of green flags you know i know that's just such a good way to put green it flag, green flag green flag everywhere and like he's so like excited to meet my friends and like he's so affirming in a way that doesn't feel like toxic and like there's just so many things and the reason i'm bringing this up is to say like when I broke up with my ex, I was so fucking pissed for a lot of reasons. But one of the reasons was that like I had turned him into this like reformed version of himself that now somebody else gets to enjoy. Mm-hmm. And Frank is so reformed. And like you can tell he's like put in a lot of work into like becoming like you can tell that he's just a good dude, but he's also put in a lot of work into being like a, good a better partner. Yeah. And so I feel like I'm reaping the benefits of like someone else's work, whether it's like another girl's or his <laughs> own, you know, and I'm like, yeah. okay, it can happen. Like I can be handed like somebody that actually has done the work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Having somebody not try to ruin moments for me, like we're saying, is so new for me. Like it's always something, you know, it's always like, yeah, I'm like a little pissed. We can talk about it later. And then I'm stewing on it the whole time. You're like, Mah. yeah. Or about what? Yeah, exactly. Or they're like actively pissed so I can't have a good time. It's just Mm -hmm. such a toxic fucking thing. And it's so common. It's just, it's disgusting. So not having that is like really new and nice. I don't know. He's a good dude. I love that. We'll see. I'm excited for you to meet him. Me too. I told him earlier that your joke made him, that his joke made you laugh. Which one? The one with the chicken sitting at the table. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. And I'll read you what he said. I sent him a screenshot. I said, this made me laugh out loud. And then I said, Liz, too. And then he sent three crying faces and said, that means a lot. <laughs> I was like, well. I love being the scary friend. I wish I was the scary friend. I aspire. I think you're secretly the scary friend. That is the nicest thing anyone's you know? ever said to me. Yes. Like, um, like, you're not outwardly scary, but like. I'll cut a bitch. When it comes down to it, if someone like fucks with someone you love, you're like you're dead to me that's so true yeah i am a secret scary friend like when i come to you about like some of my struggles you're like immediately in my corner you know oh my god all day yeah i'll ride that to the wheels she's a liz apologist that's what she calls herself i call myself a liz apologist (laughs) i'll get that tattooed on me i'm not scared yeah no i'll like i that's so true i get super like mafiosa when someone hurts someone i love i'll put yeah. a horse head in their bed i'm not scared <laughs> i'll go full godfather that's the gemini in you i'll do it we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So you know how Adam and Eve sent us the vibrators and we got like one of each or whatever? Yeah. I tried the one that you ordered and it is my favorite toy ever. I I know. It is so fucking good. Um, And like... I think so. I'm gonna explain it to the listeners, which yeah. might be a little weird, but no, I mean, whatever. I, you guys need to buy this. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna straight up say it. Like, I did not know a toy could be this good. It really does do. But everything. like, so it's a rabbit, and it the the end of the rabbit, like the part that goes inside, that vibrates. But then it also has a a middle button, and it, that makes it go like in and out like up and down um it has all these different speeds too yeah dude i can't make it past the first one to be honest (laughs) and and then the rabbit part that goes on the clit is like not too aggressive Uh and all of it together is like a symphony (laughs) it's truly incredible it just i don't know it like because sometimes i don't like toys that go inside yeah same it's just a little overwhelming yeah. and this is like the only one i've used that doesn't make me feel like that dude it is phenomenal it's actually changed my life i feel as though it's ruining penises for me <laughs> i was thinking something like, y'all, similar y'all could never do all I three was like i was like i don't think i'll i would ever need to have sex again <laughs> yeah it's it's pretty incredible they have like i was trying to figure out which rabbit i wanted to buy they have like a million on their site the one you picked is amazing i, know. I feel really happy the one with my i picked decision. is like fine it's i i think i picked it because it's like aesthetically it's beautiful nice. it's black yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a very sleek rabbit and it does it does a great job but it does not do as good of a job as this one <laughs> it's have you tried the vibrating whip yet um not the vibrating part but we use the whip part and it worked well <laughs> mm-hmm. nice it was because it's not too uh soft okay that's uh, good. it's not too hard not too soft it is uh the goldilocks of whips <laughs> I love but it's that. nice that it has both yeah you, know, you can do a little pleasure a little pain that's but, fantastic uh just a reminder to our listeners um we do have a code for, with adam and eve it's holy just h-o-e-l-y you can that'll get you 50 percent off so get that rabbit yeah 50 percent off one toy free shipping discreet packaging and we mentioned this the first time that mm-hmm. like actually saved me because it was sitting on my front porch um <laughs> for my, quite a bit of time and my i think i said this last time too my box ripped oh a little. yeah it's just like someone's gonna see like right. these two rabbit yeah i know how to have a good time um this i think this is also like a good segue into a listener email that we have while she's pulling it up i would like to sing y'all a song that liz is not going to cut <laughs> out this time here's the mail it never fails it makes me want to wag my tail when it comes i want to wail mail. she even joined in you see i knew she liked it um so for me someone wrote into us and asked hey amelia and liz love the show i especially 
appreciate your perspectives and frank discussions on sex and sexuality. On this past week's show, Amelia was talking briefly about her new friend's sex drawer, and it got me thinking, from a woman's perspective, what would you want to see in a good sex drawer at a guy's place? Keep on having fun and making a great pod. What a fun not. First of all, thank you. (laughs) We are having fun. (laughs) Thank you so much. Also, I love that this person used the word frank, because now we've talked about three different franks on this episode. Mm -hmm. I Um, think this is before you called him frank. That's such a beautiful a beautiful moment mm-hmm. full circle this is a great question yeah i love it so what i would want to see in a well so it really depends right because it's like it depends yeah. on like what your kinks are but i think if i'm coming at it from the perspective of somebody that i don't really know very well yet because like in this scenario it was frank and i didn't really know him super well at the time like knowing that he had lube i mean that's good for both parties right yeah like I feel like that's just a thing that should be had. Totally. And And condoms. You should probably have a couple kinds of lube because what if they're allergic to silicone? Yep. Or allergic to latex. So Mm -hmm. a few different kinds of condoms as well. You might as well just cover your bases. Yeah. If I, I it's really tough because it depends on like what I want from the person, you know, if it's Mm -hmm. just a hookup, like it would be kind of dope to see like a vibrator in there. Well, because you did hook up with someone who had one of like the Hitachi. I was so impressed. and he used it right yeah okay and like i didn't really love how it like he just pulled it out from under his pillow and it was already plugged in it was like wild i was like what the talk about magic wand so he had already like planned yeah that's a little weird yeah but like i mean if you have a vibrator like i love when dudes have shit like that because it's like oh you care Mm -hmm. (laughs) you you want me to have a good time my god so yeah, I, I think there's a fine line, but also everybody is different. So, mm-hmm. and I know you're just asking us, but everybody is different. Mm-hmm. So I would say the short answer of that long explanation would be condoms, lube, and a vibrator. I would be so impressed to see all three of those things. I, what kind of vibrator would you recommend? Probably just like a clit. Yeah, you could do a little, a little bullet vibrator. Yeah. I think that is like a good, easy option. There's something so... Attractive. I'm, wondering, I'm wondering what i would think if like um because i've never hooked up with a man who had like a vibrator it's just there's something about it's very attractive to know that they're not intimidated by a vibrator yeah because dudes that are like why why, why need a vibrator it's like you just don't understand how any of this works you mm-hmm. know so when I, they just have one i'm like oh and also like make sure that shit is clean that disinfect it buy yeah buy wipes for your vibrators or even just like use some clorox on it yeah and then wash it again with regular soap and water i'm pretty sure adam and eve has toy cleaner on their website Ooh, yeah yeah, that would be a good option you know delicate definitely you definitely want to do that um and i guess so what i'm thinking like like you said like with kinks and stuff it if you're into like bdsm you can kind of have whatever because it's like what you're into. It's just kind of like you would have to make sure whoever you're having sex with is like okay with that. Yeah. Um. But some things that I like in like a little BDSM kit. Um. I like tape. There's like specific tape for like bondage. Ooh. I think that's a little fun thing that you can do. A spreader bar is like kind of scary but impressive whoa um a spreader bar mm -hmm. so you can't like close your legs that's what it is i love that (laughs) um oh my god i'm getting like warm i do like crops 
Yeah. Um, I like crops more than like the little, I can't remember what they're called, but like the whips with all of the little the tassels. Yeah. I'm having a hard oh time God, remembering what, what that's called? called. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, a flogger. Flogger. Yeah. Cool. Nice. Uh, well done. You could use a flogger. Um, I think a flogger is a safe bet. You know, because you can be gentle with it. And if you wanted to hit a little harder, you, the option's there. You can. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? Um, some rope is good. Mm-hmm. Um, like the special shibari rope because it's soft. Um, but you actually need to like know shit about shibari to make sure you don't injure someone. I bought shibari rope when i was dating no name and it's been under my bed and i took a video of me i was sitting on my bed the other day and zoomed in on her and you could see the shibari rope underneath the bed and i <laughs> noticed like three hours after it was up so like 800 people had already seen it and i was like you know what fuck it Just i have a sex podcast let the people know yeah. i don't make anything secret but still it was like when i noticed it was like <laughs> oh no i have family members on my- mm-hmm. they probably don't if they do know that's a whole other issue but the shibari rope is so soft. Yeah. It's amazing. I like that. And then there's also like some under the bed restraints. Those are fun Ooh. to have. Um, trying to think of what other little toys I like. Like I have my own set of things. Like I have my own collar and um, like cuffs. So I have like wrist cuffs, ankle cuffs, and thigh cuffs. Ooh. Um, and they can like... If you have like the the ankle cuffs or whatever or like even the thigh cuffs, you can clip it to you can clip them together. You can clip them to like the spreader bar. There's all kinds of options. Um, I like mine just because it's like it's just mine. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I picked it out. <laughs> yeah, totally. You can like pick a color you like. So but if yeah, if you're into that, then like you can also have your own collar and leash, whatever, just to bring around um but in terms of toys i agree with you with like uh having something simple like a bullet vibrator obviously lube condoms um i also like i don't think i would be bothered if there were like also a penetrate a penetrative vibrator mm. yeah why not but i wouldn't want to use that immediately right with a new partner totally i think i'd be like oh interesting i the thing that would get to me is just like did your ex-girlfriend get all of this you know yeah i'd be like i i would want them to get it themselves right yeah i don't want to use something that somebody else has used yeah that's a good point like even if someone else has used it well, you don't right, really right. need to think about but that like, but like relationship wise yeah like, i don't want it to be part of your is one thing yeah but like yeah if it was like an ex-girlfriend's thing for like years and now you're using it on me mm-hmm. uh, i'm not interested and in thank that. you it makes me feel uncomfy especially if you start to like really develop feelings for the person yeah you get like kind of this retroactive jealousy totally it's like oh i don't want I want to be special. Yeah. And that's <laughs> totally fair. Like mm-hmm. feelings change everything. Like when I first start hooking up with a guy, I want to hear all about their past sexcapades. Exactly. And Same. I, yeah. Because you don't have any like emotional attachment yet. No, and they're always like, is this okay for me to be telling you this? I'm like, I fucking love this. And then like a month in, I'm like, don't you ever fucking bring this shit up to me ever again. If you mention her name, I'm going to murder her. Yeah. I'm go- I am going to, I'm going to combust. I don't care if she's an amazing person. <laughs> 
Because I'm an amazing person too. And I'm the only amazing person you're ever allowed to have had sex with. Yeah, exactly. It's just (laughs) you've never loved anyone besides me, right? (laughs) I I hate when I get those like kind of intrusive retroactive jealousy thoughts because like when I think about it, it's like, yeah, I've had past partners that I have like had sex with and loved and thought I was going to be with forever. And now I don't Mm -hmm. want that. Like we broke up. We're not together for a reason. And I don't ever want to be with them again. Yeah. I'm only with the person I want to be with. Yeah. Or alone. And sometimes that is who I want to be with is by myself. There's no better company. So, you know, the human brain. <laughs> it really is a fickle, fickle thing. W- what are you going to do? <laughs> no, cry. <laughs> yeah, cry. Recognize that it's just like your ego talking and talk to your therapist about your insecurities that's all very good advice Mm -hmm. i i was telling amelia this earlier like uh mr liz and i will call like anxiety that you get that you know is irrational anxiety call it the anxiety goose and then um the opposite of that is the avoidant ostrich so you know i love if you're an avoidant person like when you feel yourself like not being able to regulate um, your feelings and just like shut down. Just call it the avoidant ostrich. It, it's, it helps to like put when you know something is not rational and it's not who you truly are, um, but it's like contributing to how you're feeling. Does that, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm saying like it helps to have like a third party to like absolutely in those feelings on yeah since i've started i adopted that when you told me about it did you learn about it on a tiktok i did yeah okay i was like where did i i didn't remember where it first came from you're like it's honking at me it's so it helps chasing me so much it helps to like bring it up too to be like hey so my anxiety goose is honking can you talk for a sec it really like kind of like adds like a comedic layer to it that's like makes it a lot easier it's because you both know it's not that it's like not that deep yeah it's not too serious it's just like i need you i need your attention for like five minutes so i can kick this feeling yeah exactly yeah totally it's such a good idea the avoidant ostrich okay fuck ostriches I just had to say. Wait, why? Because they're so... Birds should not be that big. <laughs> Am I wrong? That is true. They are No, so, that's a dinosaur. And they're so mean. The amount of videos I've seen of ostriches chasing like safari cars. Kind of funny though. They're hilarious. But also, can you imagine that running after you? No. They're so... Fuck ostriches. That would be so, so scary. scary. It would be terrifying. I need to get that off my chest. But we call it the avoidant ostrich because they put their head in the ground to hide so do flamingos oh they do yeah but that doesn't that doesn't ring the same yeah avoidant flamingos it doesn't hit the same way yeah but um yeah having a third party just helps i was also thinking about like how to identify what you need when you're like feeling dysregulated um and what helped me is like when i would start to feel so when I would feel dysregulated, my reaction would be to be angry. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I've actually been listening to an audiobook by Bell Hooks. And I wrote down this quote because it just like really perfectly explains what anger does. 
Um, anger prevents love and isolates the one who's angry. It is an attempt to push away what is most longed for, companionship and understanding. Anger is the agony of believing that you are not capable of being understood and that you are not worthy of being understood. It is a wall that separates you from others. So, like, damn, anger as a protective measure, I mean, it comes from, like, the world of, like, patriarchal masculinity mm-hmm. because the only acceptable emotion for men to have like an outburst is anger. And then that's what was modeled for me. Yeah. You know, yeah. as a kid, it's just like my dad was just angry. And then my mom um, was detached. Like if things were too much, she would just detach. So the only model I have of like processing my feelings is anger. And I don't get what I want when I'm angry, mm-hmm. you know? Which makes you angrier, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, it makes you feel sad and lonely yeah. and isolated. And you're like, oh, well, I didn't get the reaction I wanted. I must not actually be loved. Yeah. it's Anger is just like such a horrible, like, default defense mechanism. It really is. It's like the most aggressive and it serves you the absolute least. Yeah. Like, <laughs> anyways, so when I would start to feel myself go to that place... I was like, well, what what did I wish I had mm. when I was a kid and I was feeling this way? Wow. Um, and it was just like, I would want my feelings to be validated. I want to be comforted and held. I want like physical touch and closeness. So when you recognize that, it feels really hard to ask for those things. But when you do, it's like, then you get what you are needing and you can yeah. heal that. Totally. So yeah, it's just like, so then that's where something like the anxiety goose comes into play. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, I'm having this feeling and I know it is coming from a place that is not rational and it's just protective because this is the only way I learned how to like try and process my feelings yeah. in childhood. Totally. No, it's really that quote is really interesting because it's like anger really is such an isolating feeling. Mm-hmm. Like you like pushing people away when what you really want out of the situation is for people to come closer is such like a conflicting thing. Mm -hmm. I realized when I was on shrooms this weekend and couldn't stop crying (laughs) was I realized how close frustration and sadness are for me. Mm. Like when I'm like, when I'm like in this specific situation, like I felt like I wasn't being heard and I was frustrated about that, but it came out as tears and I was like, Oh my God, those two emotions are so tied for me mm-hmm. and like in that sense too like anger and sadness are always so interplayed with me like whenever I'm sad about anything I w- just would rather be mad because it's yeah. easier it is so much easier to be angry yeah but especially then- when it comes to a relationship it's so much easier to ha- put up this front of like anger and rage because it seems powerful rather than like sadness requires vulnerability absolutely and sadness too it's like it sadness is trying to like get people to come to you and if they don't then that's you get turned down if you're angry and push them away then it's your choice Mm -hmm. that nobody is coming around you and so it's like you're 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 like self-isolating rather than people just not wanting to be around you or like people potentially turning you down when you're sad um because like you need that connection in the moment but it's not happening that's sad in itself it's like feeds the sadness when you feel more alone so like it's anger is such like a it's not like a very like useful emotion it's like valid yeah but it's not really useful because like you end up feeling shitty and you isolate yourself i had such a hard time figuring out what my feelings were like i was like am i actually angry Mm -hmm. 
And that was, I think, the most confusing thing for me to try and sort through. It was like, what is sincerely anger and what is just me feeling hurt and not knowing how to process that? Yeah. Or like communicate it. Right. This banana. Yeah, it really, it <laughs> really is. And like, obviously, there are some instances where like being angry is like the emotion that the moment deserves. Yeah, you genuinely like you have a right to be mad. Totally. So like, none of this is to say like you shouldn't, you shouldn't be mad, but like it really does drive a wedge mm-hmm. and like th- i think that quote is really interesting bell hooks said that mm-hmm. it's such a good point yeah um the i don't remember if i said the title of the book but i have been listening to um it's called the will to change Ooh. and it's just about how um patriarchal masculinity hurts men and it includes like a an empathetic perspective and includes men in the conversation. And I like that a lot because I don't really think that like even in intersectional feminism, we don't really include men in the conversation Mm -hmm. and it makes sense because there are like so many big issues to tackle for marginalized people. And like, you know, men aren't typically marginalized (laughs) white men. Yeah. 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 Um, well, and in like a, she also explains like a patriarchal system, like patriarchy is not the same as masculinity. Mm -hmm. And, um, also like if you're, it, it can be like coming at it from a empathetic lens of like patriarchal masculinity hurts everybody. Um, it, you can seem like an apologist for men and she just like does a really amazing job of, diffusing that assumption in any way mm-hmm. um and that's amazing and i also i thought she had a really interesting point about like modern feminism this is what i call like the pink pill kind of girls who are like so demanding um and not very like considerate of any like man you know yeah because some men are just like they're doing their best and totally and they're not trying to hurt someone they they might just be a little bumbling yeah you know so like when pink pill women are just like berating men who are like not deserving of that yeah um like that is also modeling patriarchy because uh, instead of like wanting men to be like softer and more in touch with their emotions we are fighting to have have the right to be dominating and emotionless like men <laughs> rather than the opposite of that. Wow. But, and I hadn't considered that. I was like, oh, yeah. But, well, and I don't think there's anything wrong with like women wanting to be in power. I think more women should be absolutely in like in charge of stuff. But um, there are better ways to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it like that's also like what patriarchy is, is it's it's a model of like domination yeah like there's just like one person in power and they make all the decisions yeah rather than like a collective so that's what i've been thinking about a lot lately fuck holy shit (laughs) that's heavy but i i love the perspective of just like yeah i don't know like how patriarchal masculinity hurts little boys Mm -hmm. you know it hurts children yeah and then we we teach boys at a young age to like fall into these sexist gender roles the same way that we do it to girls and we don't even consider that what if they don't want that yeah (laughs) and we teach boys to betray themselves and like 
not listen to their feelings Mm -hmm. or express them be a man or be creative you know like i was thinking about when my brother was a kid he was like this literal sweetest child he was so precious like if he went to timeout he would cry and was just like a sad little bean but um like when my mom was painting my nails he was like i want my nails painted and then um my i think my dad was like, what the fuck are you doing? Don't paint his nails. Um, and my mom was like, it's not a big deal. Like, it's just nail polish. Yeah. But just like, even something small like that, like, why can't little boys paint their nails? Yeah. Why can't they like a color and want it on their, their nails? Mm-hmm. Why is this something that is deemed, like, only for girls? I don't know. I'll never know. It's just it's society. It's just years and years and years of that. And, and that's be- why, like, sexist patriarchal roles is, like, so stupid yeah it'll be interesting to see what happens in like later generations like when our generation starts like when the kids that our generation is having are getting older and starting to make decisions for themselves like how that's going to change at least in liberal cities Mm -hmm. it's scary because it's like in very conservative places like those older generations ideas are still being like perpetuated and like carried on so like Mm -hmm. it's gonna take probably like 30 times the time that it's taking like liberal cities to start like just accepting people for who they are. The thing I love about this book too is like it points out like men aren't happy. Yeah. They're not happy like when they get to this point where they don't even know how to like express their feelings Uh (laughs) and then they end up doing something violent Mm -hmm. because they weren't there was no like male love modeled for them. Right. So, I don't know. It's been very interesting to listen to. And it, like, you know, if you have, if you are a man or you have men in your life, which most of us do. Yeah. <laughs> um, I would recommend listening to it because, I don't know, I think everyone deserves empathy. Totally. Yeah. Some more than others, but... <laughs> I've been getting nevertheless. I've been getting so many comments on my videos recently um, from people being like, "You're a mis- misandrist." Oh my god! They just learned the word misandry and I they're know, like throwing it around. So fucking stupid! Like, no blatant, blatant, harmful sexism is not misandry. Also, things that aren't made for you aren't misandry. Yeah, like right. people who are, like the dudes who are like barbie is misandry because the tagline is like barbie is everything and he's just ken yep and then they're like why the fuck like like when did you start caring about barbie first of all that's so fucking true and like you don't understand the lore like barbie literally has like every kind of job and then ken is just ken that it's yeah and that's that's, so that's because like ken doesn't need to have a backstory no that's why you have gi joe okay right yeah but that's the thing is like i'm when they're like oh this is this is miss misandry it's like you're the one that's saying that this is me hating on men like i'm not i'm saying that this this guy is a fucking idiot but if you're telling me that this is like representing all men then that's your problem yeah you know like that's that's your belief that's such a good point because it's just like you know this person is being abusive right you can call it bad behavior and not hate all men yeah hello fucking hate i fucking hate i'm too tired for that's this also shit. like what is god i don't know how much of this i'll keep in because i'm like just going on my like soapbox I yeah love it. my bell hook soapbox i love it <laughs> leave it in leave it in i think that's also a part that's so frustrating is like uh, pushing back with like a level of like emotional violence is not how you're gonna get what you want no which like what they want is just to be validated and loved for like 
existing and not for what they do. That's like what patriarchal masculinity is. It's like you don't deserve love unless you are approved by whatever patriarchal person is in charge, usually mm-hmm. your dad. Um, and like being deserving of love is solely based off of what you provide. Yeah. So like if that is how you value yourself, like you're going to be mad at women who are like, look at this fucking asshole. That's why that's why Andrew Tate is so dangerous Mm -hmm. because he's like highlighting and having them celebrate pieces of themselves that are damaging. Yeah. And it's it's making them angrier. Like it's like just making them more pissed off at women for not like appreciating them for like having these things or like being the strongest or like being the most like dominant alpha it's like that's because it's not what we want it's like it's it just it's a self-perpetuating problem if you want to be loved for just like existing then you need to be true to that piece of yourself mm-hmm. you need to listen to your feelings and like learn healthy ways to express them it's not personal it's just like if we're out here learning about ourselves and like what I was saying about how I process anger and how hard it was for me to differentiate between genuine anger and like other feelings. Yeah. Like if I can do the work, anyone can do the work. Mm -hmm. And that's just like what's necessary to be in the kind of relationship that you want. Yeah. That anyone wants. Totally. It's genderless. Okay. Doing the work is genderless. <laughs> Damn. That's a fucking quote right there. Okay, we have an update from somebody that sent us a, a story before. They said, Hi again, parasocial besties. I wrote in a few months back. I was unsure about living with my boyfriend and wanted your thoughts. Well, I just wanted to update you on some recent developments because things got absolutely batshit crazy. My boyfriend and I broke up after I realized I didn't want things to move forward. I think I sought advice about moving in together because deep down I knew I didn't really want to. So I thought it was best to end things now so we could both move on. Whoa. That takes a lot of strength. Mm -hmm. My ex did not handle the breakup well. He convinced himself that I'm pregnant despite me never giving him a reason to and always being on birth control. What the fuck? I know. He showed up at my house with his children as a way to manipulate me into staying with him. He called me and texted me multiple times until I blocked his number. I had to block him on all social media so he wouldn't harass me through those apps. He tried to contact me from his brother's phone too. One night I got seven calls in a row from a blocked number that I'm sure was him. The icing on the crazy cake is when I got a necklace in the mail from my quote unquote baby. Yes, he sent me a necklace with a message that said to my mommy as if the fucking fetus was giving me jewelry. I've attached a picture for reference. I have an order of protection against him now. Good. The process was hellish and it's still ongoing. The older white male judge was not very understanding and seemed to think I was just quote unquote annoyed with my ex. It was an emergency order, so it's only good for about two weeks. I think I'll have a hard time convincing the judge to extend it because sexism is alive and well and women's problems are are minimized until it's too late. Just wanted to update you that I trusted my intuition and not a minute too soon. Love you both and thanks for all you do holy shit this necklace and oh then my God. She, yeah so she included a picture of this necklace and it says to my beautiful mommy mommy can you feel me i'm wriggling for you can i can hear you say you love me mom i love you too very soon you'll meet me and kiss my little face and i will feel you 
for your warm skin and admire you for your grace. Mommy, are you ready? My life is just about to start. I will hold your little finger, but you will hold my heart. And it has like a picture of like baby footprints and then like the the little heartbeat. Yeah, the heartbeat lines. What the fuck? Oh my god. What the fuck? I know. This is really scary. This feels I'm, like a mental health crisis. To be and to be honest, like it's fucking insane that the judge is not like well, yeah, taking I mean, this seriously. Of course. It's just till as old as time. It's like, no, this man has brainwashed himself into believing that she is pregnant with his baby. And if you've had to block him on everything and he yeah. keeps finding ways to contact you, that's that's fucking proof. I'm so sorry that it's been so difficult for you. That's so fucked up. Especially after like like you said, you know, like women are women's complaints or women's fears are minimized until it's too late it happens way too many times it's so fucking frustrating because women's intuition is so powerful yeah like she listened to her gut and it was right Mm -hmm. fuck it's it's so annoying and we're taught constantly to doubt our gut instinct because we don't want to be rude there was a some bullshit woman in england who um her ex i guess like stole her key when he she broke up with him and broke into her house and so she recorded a phone call with him being like you're do not take like you just leave me alone like you violated my privacy this is now scaring me blah 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 and he was like you're right okay whatever the cops find her money for for wasting their time because they didn't think that it was enough evidence she got fined because i guess in england there's a fine for wasting cops time i don't know if there's one here yeah and she ended up getting killed by him what the fuck Mm mm-hmm I hope those cops, yeah, like, no, everyone's s- never sleep a wink the yeah. rest of their lives. But it's like, anyway, I'm not saying that to scare you. Fuck, I'm, I'm not saying that as like a cautionary tale. But I'm saying that to say, like, you're so right. Like these fears get minimized yeah. way too often, and it's so fucked up. I really hope that the order of protection continues. I'm so sorry that you're going through this. This is a wild story. Thank God you listen to your gut. Gut feelings are guardian angels. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. turns out this is neither a lesson or a blessing you you also proved oh my, my other catchphrase i just hope you're safe and <laughs> i don't know like the lengths men to men go to if they're like unhinged is problematic like even my ex who will just like make social media profiles to bother me yeah. like at least he hasn't done anything insane like that like like him bothering me on social media is like mild in comparison to like the amount of harassment i think i i recently heard something that was like one in 15 women are stalked like like this whoa yeah so i don't know gotta change your number gotta move it's so fucked up i wonder if um if he if the order of protection doesn't extend and he reaches out to you again if you could get him to pay for an ultrasound to prove that you're not pregnant (laughs) it's like do you want to see proof like leave me the fuck alone because i think at this point he must have convinced himself this feels like maybe it's not even just a manipulation tactic anymore and he's actually convinced himself that this is the truth because that happens like people will tell themselves lies and a combination of both i'm certain it started out as a manipulation it's just or like i think it was like convincing himself because he's spiraling out yeah obviously he like did not want this relationship to end Fuck. But truly bananas thank you for that update this is the last email we're gonna read uh for today's episode <clears throat> um and it's titled list of icks maybe unhinged <laughs> 
Hi, lovelies. I just finished your latest episode, Gonzo Dick, LOL, and I wanted to share with you my list of icks for this one guy I dated that I had been hooking up with for a little bit here recently. We're no longer hooking up, thank goodness. He was heavily Christian conservative and had a bunch of guns in his apartment. He refused to cook for himself and expected his future wife to do all of the cooking. One and two go hand in hand. Ugh. (laughs) He likes really feminine women. Mm Mm-hmm. He wants five kids. He said he wouldn't let a kid anywhere near a drag show or story time because he didn't want some guy waving his dick in front of a kid and wanted his want and wanted kids to remain innocent for as long as possible. So then he probably shouldn't bring them yeah, to church. It turns you also out should not have guns in your house if you have kids. Yeah. Um, if he and his future wife can't settle in, on an argument in any situation they've been arguing about, then the man makes the final decision. This had something to do with his religious beliefs and apparently a deal breaker for him if his partner couldn't agree to it. That's the most disgusting thing I've ever heard. I also, I recently, like, I think I, I can't remember I saw it on a TikTok or, like, heard it on a podcast, but, like, this is kind of, like, some new age bullshit where, like, men are, like, well, I make all the final decisions because you serve me and I serve Jesus. But Jesus, he already died for our sins and he's not here. So, yeah, and if he is that, here, it just ends up like the man gets to do whatever the fuck he wants. If he is here, he's worried a little bit more about, like, famine yeah. and, like, If Jesus illness. is here, he's in drag. <laughs> Oh, absolutely. If Jesus is here, he's in drag, A, and B, he's, like, focused on other... He doesn't give a fuck about your fucking argument about, like, the dishes in the sink. Sorry, dude. Mm -hmm. He just, like, doesn't. And he probably never will and probably never has. Moving Um, along. To continue this list, um, I saw a note next to his bed that read, pray for the abolishment of abortion. His reason for being unvaccinated against COVID was because you can't sue the companies that create the vaccines. I hung out with him on a Wednesday and tested positive for COVID the next day. I immediately told him and he said, don't worry about it. That Saturday, he visited his family and his newborn nephew, knowingly exposing everyone. Luckily, I don't believe I was contagious when I visited him that week because the other guy I had seen that same night also tested negative. And then this last part is just drama, so feel free to skip over this if you want. We were hooking up when he and his girlfriend were on a break, but she ended up ghosting him for three months. During that time, he wouldn't leave her alone and kept trying to reach out, even though she was telling mutual friends that they were over. Finally, he showed me this ultimatum text he was going to send her, and it came off as arrogant, volatile, and just downright ugly to me. I told him he shouldn't send this, and that she had basically given her answer about their relationship by not responding to him, so the whole thing was redundant. Or he should at least soften the message. He got mad at me and defended himself by saying this was his way of getting closure. He ended up listening to me and softened his message. Surprise, she finally responded, and they got back together thanks for reading i really love you both and love listening to the podcast when i'm at work or driving in the car you guys make me laugh laugh every time and really brighten up the world oh very sweet i don't know how the fuck how did you tolerate this man what he must have slinged like good dick he must have i I don't know i would just be like like (laughs) imagine if you like had an unplanned pregnancy with this person absolutely absolutely uh, I'm, I'm sure if that were the case, he'd be like, you need to get an abortion. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Dude, what the fuck? Good for <sighs> you for putting up with this, but like, what the fuck? I mean, I, that last like, uh, quote unquote drama is like such an ick. Like men that send 
combative texts and also he was for sure showing that to you to be like look look how macho i am also like bothering her constantly i also wonder if he was like trying to make our the author jealous oh absolutely like i miss my ex i'm trying so bad to get her back yeah look i'm in demand that is embarrassing yeah if i were hooking up with a guy and he's like i'm trying so badly to get back with my ex can you help me i would be like oh sweetie (laughs) no you need to go to therapy yeah throw your phone in the river this is this is a problem thanks for writing in i love hearing people's ex me too I'm not gonna lie i don't know what it is about it well there's something just like cathartic about like hearing about like someone who sucks yeah you know because yeah. you're like i know someone who sucks right it's, yeah it's very unified i love when you know someone who sucks too because then we can hate them together yes god that's so true <laughs> that's such a bonding opportunity i do have to say like bonding over mutual hatred while it is very fun it is not a good way to have a relationship like a friendship Mm -hmm. and i'm only saying that because i had a roommate freshman year who like our main friendship was bonding over like things that sucked and people we didn't like and at some point that shit gets old Mm -hmm. and you're like okay i don't want to be complaining all the time i just want to enjoy my life now yeah and it also kind of feels like if somebody's always talking shit they're probably talking shit about you absolutely she dyed her hair black and then blamed one of our friends for not stopping her because it looked bad and she just absolved all responsibility for making yeah and then she was like this looks bad how dare you person who didn't dye my hair that's the dumbest shit i've ever heard in my life like this is all your fault i think she a different i think she blamed multiple friends she was like, why didn't you guys stop me? It's like, what? That's fucking crazy. Why Why is that my responsibility? That is absolutely unhinged. You're 19. Dye your fucking hair. Who cares? Oh, my God. That's an ick. Uh-huh. Somebody that can't accept any responsibility? She couldn't keep friends. Well. People, people who can't keep friends. I really hope she's learned Ugh. by now. Probably not. Probably not. Shall we? We shall. Thank you for listening. We love Fucking love you. you. <laughs> Our children. <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs>